Welcome to Bold Girl Biz Podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to fearless and brave entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Robbie Walls. So consider yourself one step closer to success. Why? Because you're going to hear lessons learned through failures, setbacks, and sometimes laughable moments in business. And the resilience it takes to get back up, shake it off, and move you from failure to success as a way to grow your business and build income. Let's go. Hey, welcome everyone to Bold Girl Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Walls. Well, today's guest is none other than the notorious CDG. That's her nickname. That's what her brand is. I love it. She is a practical philosopher advisor, and a driving force in using philosophy to enable leaders to transcend the realities of the working world. I'm so excited to talk to her. She's super, super busy. That's because she is the notorious CDG. Here to talk, Bold Girl Biz is a bold girl talking biz. Let's welcome notorious CDG, aka Christina DiGiacomo to the show. Hi, Christina. Hi, Robbie. <laughs> and hi, everyone that's out there. <laughs> oh, I, I love it. I love the whole no, no, notorious CDG. I, I'm I have to really say it fast because it comes out blah, blah, blah. But I love it. I love it. I love it. So tell me, how did you get this name? So I, I, I work with a a lot of people. I collaborate with a lot of people and there was um, one gentleman that I'm working on a project with and, you know, we were having a meeting and, you know, we were sort of wrangling with a, you know, with an idea. And I think I kind of got feisty (laughs) with him, (laughs) but but in like the most fun, nice, loving way, but I was, you know, I was just sort of speaking up for my point of view and, he just said, oh, you're like, you're like a notorious RBG. He's like, wait, <laughs> notorious CBG, because the, the capital letters in my name are CBG. Right. And so then, it, so then we, we are both part of like the same, the same business networking group. And before we got onto a, to a big meeting, he was like, put notorious CBG in your name on Zoom. I was like, get out of here. <laughs> He's like, no, do it, do it. I want to see what happens. So I did. And like everyone in the Zoom was like, wait, what is that notorious CDG? Now everyone is calling me notorious or notorious CDG. I'm getting emails from people that say, hey, notorious CDG, comma, and then the email. I have some people who have now, I've gotten to the abbreviation abbreviation stage Uh of the name. So people are calling me NCDG. <laughs> so, I mean, it just, you know. I love it. I, I mean, I'm, it, I'm owning it. You, yes, own it. I love that you said own it because I'm telling you, you can do so much with this. And um, I, it is so you, it just, you're, it, it goes with your personality. It goes with your infectionist smile. Uh, I know you guys can't see her right now, but she is smiling from ear to ear and it's beautiful. So yes, um, take it, get it, brand it. You got it, girl. <laughs> 
Thank you, Robbie. You're welcome. You're welcome. So let's get into this driving force and using philosophy to enable leaders um, to transcend the realities that's going on in our world today. So how, how do you actually transcend that? So one of the things that I just want to kind of take a step back and sure, and sure, give everyone a sense of my point of view around philosophy, mm-hmm. right? And essentially, because I think people, when they hear the word philosophy, they have all these different ideas about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things, one of my goals is to make philosophy really accessible mm-hmm. because that was its original intention. It, you know, it was self-help before self-help ever existed. And a lot of the ideas and, and that we have today around how uh, to live a good life is completely rooted in philosophy. Mm, yes. And so what I'm trying to do is make the connection for people that they uh, are already philosophical. Like, Robbie, I'm sure you have thought about what you're here to do, Absolutely. right? Yes. That you're, you're a philosopher. If you can ask a question about your life, you're a philosopher. So I'm here to sort of demystify philosophy a little bit for people. But where I'm more most interested in applying philosophy, which is, you know, thinking uh, and deliberating and acting well and, you know, pursuing the good and trying Mm to, you know, do the best that we can and in a right and just way. Um, I'm interested in applying these ideas in the workplace because I feel the working domain has a very dominant place in our lives. And if we can figure out how to sort out some of the things that we're experiencing and how to cope with some of the things that we're experiencing in our work, then our lives feel a little bit better. Ah. And so I'm particularly interested in working with leaders because I feel that it all starts from the top, sure. right? So people's working lives get better when the, when the leadership is actually invested on making their lives better. And I just do this by teaching leaders and executives and entrepreneurs about how philosophical thinking and being more thoughtful so that they can make better decisions and wow. act act from a place of knowledge and, you know, be able to deal with uncertainty and chaos and all of those things and develop themselves as, um, as human beings. Beautiful. So when I think about that, um, I, um, think of a person who does a lot of self-talking and this person is a leader in an organization and, um, if that person really, when, if she doesn't know anything, she literally, and it's every day, more than twice, more than three or four times. She always says, I don't know. And it, it's so negative that I, can you help, help me with that to change? Or is that something that's philosophy? Because that is her, her whole thinking is, is around this whole three words. I don't know. (laughs) So it's so interesting that you bring this up because there's actually a lot of guidance around mm-hmm. not knowing or mm-hmm. being in the not knowing. Mm-hmm. So first, mm-hmm. Socrates said, I know that I know not. And that's what makes me a wise man. 
And so his whole idea was that in order for him to learn and gain self-knowledge and to examine was to not be the type of person that thought they knew the answer. Really? Yes. And so, so for him, he believed that he was wise because he was always in a place of, I don't know. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Now. So interesting. (laughs) Yes. So, so here's the thing. I'll give you an example. Please. Right. So let's say you're driving with someone and you realize you're lost. Okay. And you say to the person driving, I think we're lost. You know, I, I, I don't know where we're going. I think we're lost. Maybe we should ask for directions. Mm-hmm. And the person driving is like, no, I know where we're going. I know exactly where we're going. I know. We're not lost. I know where we're going. But chances are you're lost, right? Have you ever had this situation where oh, yes. like they won't admit that they're lost? That they're lost. Right? Yes. That is sort of an example of the difference between I know where I'm going. Okay. Okay. I without, can see the Yeah. You know, versus someone who's like, I actually don't know. But now that I don't know, I have an idea of where to get the answer, which would be to ask for directions, which would then put you on a path of, you know, the correct, right direction, going in the right direction. Right, right. So the thing about our minds is when our minds or we tell ourselves we know something, then our minds like is like, okay, got it. We know it. Great. We're moving on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you're wrangling with a challenge or you're wrangling with some sort of, you know, question or a yeah. sticky yep. situation, a sticky situation, and you're like, you know what? I don't know what to do about this. Your mind will immediately just be an open space for an answer. It will be a more open space for you to um, be observant of where maybe new information may come in Mm -hmm. or an insight may occur because that's how the mind will do whatever you tell it. So instantly the response is, you know, I don't even want to say it because it's so negative to me. I don't know. Um, She is working on changing it, you know, through some guidance. But when you send that there's this space, it's like before, before someone's, before she even thinks of it, those three words come out of her mouth. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's debilitating because mm-hmm. I know the answers are in there. Or if you don't know the answer, just like you said, then let's rephrase it so that it is another answer. Or, um, well, let me, let me see what I can do about that. Mm-hmm. So I am working on her with that whole philosophy piece. Now that you say that, um, I'm going to have to go another direction because I understand what Socrates said now, because I'm deep like that as well. Um, that is interesting. Um, okay. I'll get it. <laughs> well, actually you're not wrong either. Mm-hmm. You, you're mm-hmm. not, the answers are there. Right. Right. The answers are there. It just, there's a way to invoke them. Okay. There's a way to surface them. 
And one way to surface them is to create the open space that you may not know the answer. Uh, And that's how the answers come. I like that. Yeah. So that's Mm -hmm. what I mean by it being in that, leaving that open space or being in the not knowing because the answers are there. Yeah. The answers are there. Right. Yeah. But the second we are like, no, I know what I'm doing. I'm driving. I don't, not lost. I'm not lost. lost. I know that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then, then the answers that are inside of you don't usually surface mm. because they don't see the need to surface because you've already felt like, you know, you know what's going on. You got it. I got it. All right. Thank so you're you. not wrong. You're not wrong at all. <laughs> Thank you. And I hope everyone else has at least come across someone like that. And um, this is really helpful. Thank you so much. Um Now let's kind of pivot a little bit uh, and just tell me how you got started with the whole philosophy thing and um, has it been a challenge? So those two questions. Yeah. So uh, about 10 years ago, I I was an ad exec and I had no life. Mm. (laughs) I I had no (laughs) life. I was totally in a grind and, you know, after a while, I had, I just was like, what am I doing with my life? Like, mm. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. I asked a big question. And that question was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> right. And, you know, like these things happen, I, I was, I had this, like, this can't be it. Mm. Is this mm-hmm. it? Like, this cannot be my life. And I, happened uh, to see an advertisement for in adult education courses in philosophy. And I went and I took an, like an intro to philosophy course and I absolutely fell in love. Absolutely. I just wow. knew, knew right away, like Aristotle, that one of the first things that they taught us was that we are all innately wise, that we are all born wise. And it resonated with me because I didn't think I was living very wisely Mm, at all. Of course. Yeah. But I, but I knew deep down inside that I was meant to do something. Yes. And I realized that that was my work, that that was the work was reconciling how I was living with what I was feeling inside. So over the course of you know, 10 years now, I've been studying and practicing philosophy, and I applied it in my career uh, in advertising. And it helped me a lot, like a lot (laughs) in so many ways. And then eventually, I decided I wanted to go into business for myself. I I didn't want to be in advertising anymore. Mm -hmm. And I had this real passion for philosophy. And I had acquired all this knowledge of like, what goes on with you know, people in the working world. Uh, And so I decided to combine the two and go into business for myself. And the challenge, um, so that's sort of the backstory uh, around uh, philosophy and how that came into my life. Um, You know, the challenge is really, for me, was not being a well, there's several, but the first was not being afraid to share my passion. Oh, okay. The first was like, I had to, cause I was like, are people going to get it? 
Mm. Like, yes. are, you know, I am, you know, maybe people don't want this or I was afraid to really bring forth my passion and my love for philosophy um, in a, in sort of a, like a direct way. Yeah. And, uh, and once I got over that, that's when everything started happening for me. Beautiful. So and that was my because, first challenge. Yeah. And that challenge is what I think all of us as entrepreneurs go through that in our head, you know, what if, what if nobody gets me? What if, what if I'm not enough for the, the, the world? Right. So that is very good. Um, and like, I like that you said, once I came to realize this is not what it is, I got all that self-talk away. And now everything has started opening up for you. Just like, like a flower, just blooming. The sun is shining on you and bloom, boom. I love that. So tell me, um, and I don't, I don't know if you already said it, but what is your favorite quote? Uh, so, I mean, there's many, but the one that uh, I've, I lean on is uh, from Sri Shantananda Saraswati, who was the Shankaracharya of India in the 60s. Now, the Shankaracharya is a um, holy man. There are four of these uh, in India at any given time. Mm. And so he's an Indian philosopher and holy man. And he said, the sage acts without pressure from within or without the sage acts without pressure from within or without and go ahead you want to say something uh yes so say a little more about the sage in us and then go from there yes so what this what he's asking us to do or what he's guiding us to do is really to connect to the inner wise person in all of us. Mm. That's the sage. That's the sage is the inner wise person in all of us. We are all sages. We are all sages. And what he's guiding us to do here is that taking our inner wisdom and our inner wise person, the inner wise person does not feel or act under pressure, whether it's your pressure within yourself or pressure coming from without. That's what he means by without. Mm. So you act without pressure, either from within yourself or coming from without, from external circumstances. I'm, I'm getting that. That's, um, that's really deep. And I like that. I I like that. So when I was thinking, um, it's when, when the situations come, do you react or do you respond? Uh, so of course we don't want to react and we want to respond peacefully. And that's that inner guidance, that inner wisdom. Is that correct? That's correct. And not being pressured. Yes, the pressure that, is that's off. the key yeah. there. Yeah. And and if you feel pressure, then there's something to be examined there. Mm. Where is the pressure coming from? Why yeah. does it feel like pressure? I feel like a lot of times, you know, to your point, I love that whole notion, Robbie, of reacting versus responding. That's brilliant. Excellent. And and you know, a lot of times 
we're in a position or we feel there's a perception that we're, we have to react Yes. when, when in actuality, that might not necessarily be the case. And a lot of times we're reacting from unresolved things. Mm. So when we feel the, that pressure, that means there's an unresolved thing that's triggering us in some way and is worthy of observation and examination. Wow. I love that. Yep. That's so true. So true. Tell us a little bit more about your company name, because I know there's philosophy in that name. Yes. So, uh, so my company name is Moralchemy. Moralchemy. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So there's a few dimensions to this one. Mm. It has the word morale in it. Mm. And I, you know, I'm a firm believer in, you know, in using philosophy to help boost morale because we're, Ah. yeah. So, um, so, and then the other dimension of it is more. So there's also, you can, you can experience more fulfillment, more ideas, more happiness, you know, more, of everything more of what life has to offer so the alchemy piece is really kind of speaking to the mix of things that I bring uh you know with regards to philosophical thinking to help boost morale but to also help people get more out of life and more out of their work and more out of their work wow that is fantastic your whole scope and perceptive perception of things is, is so philosophical, (laughs) philosophical is like, wow, I love it. What is next for you? So, you know, I have been just expanding at this point. Mm -hmm. And for me, what I'm excited about is teaching and, you know, just being in that role of, of the teacher and the advisor. And I'm working on a series uh, of talks and workshops called The Great Thinkers. And I'm excited about this because, you know, I mean, someone made a joke that I've got 3,500 years of experience. (laughs) (laughs) 3,500. Yes. I mean, and so for me, it's like, I, I feel like I've got this now, this really solid deep bench of knowledge over 3,500 years of these timeless and time-tested principles. And I figured out like how to actually curate these ideas and apply them and teach how to apply them. And so the Great Thinkers series is what I'm going to be expanding on next. So the great thinkers on productivity, the great thinkers on leadership, the great thinkers on teamwork, the great thinkers on thinking and decision-making. And so I'm really excited to be rolling that out. That is exciting. Now, when you have those courses, um, how do people find you? How do, yeah. How do we know about these courses? So I'm very active on LinkedIn. So if you want to know anything about what I'm doing, just connect with me on LinkedIn um, and you'll see all the information, uh, all the information there. 
Uh, or okay. you could go to moralchemy.com, M-O-R-A-L-C-H-E-M-Y.com, which is my website. And mm-hmm. you can get more information there. And I've got articles and my podcast is on there. So you can check out some episodes. Oh, cool. Um, so yeah, and that's how people can find me. And tell us, what is the name of your podcast? So my podcast is called Wise Up. Wise up. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's called Wise Up with Christina. And uh, it's really where philosophy meets business. So I'll bring Mm. people on and, you know, have them talk about something that they really care about. And then Uh I bring in sort of the philosophical angle on that. And we have a really lovely, elevated conversation about their particular topic. Oh, that's fantastic. You are definitely the notorious, and I do mean notorious, CDG. That's Christina DiGiacomo. I, I, didn't, even, I, I didn't realize that the capital C, the capital D, and the capital G. You go, girl. <laughs> Thank you so much, Robbie. <laughs> Thank you so much. This has been wonderful and enlightening. And as we wrap up, I just want to say thank you for talking with me today. Thanks so much for having me, Robbie. I really enjoyed speaking with you. And uh, thank you to everybody out there. I'm actually waving to you right now. (laughs) Yes, she is. She's waving to everyone. And and, um, I hope everyone is well. Yes, yes. So once again, tell us how they can get in touch with you. Give us your website. So my website is moralchemy.com, M-O-R-A-L-C-H-E-M-Y.com. Great. All right, friends. Well, there are two ways to learn, make your own mistakes or learn from others. I'm your host, Robbie Walls, and I am here to help you grow your business with new strategies and different ideas so that you sell more and sell better without needing years of experience. It's time to take a bold move and take action in your business. Text the word bold to 55312 and schedule 30 minutes to work with me personally. I love you for listening and I'll see you next time on Bold Girl Biz. Hey, thanks for listening to Bold Girl Biz. If you've enjoyed today's lessons learned, leave us a comment or review. And for today's show notes, head over to boldgirlbiz.com and click podcast. While you're there, you'll find tools to help you power through your journey to success to achieve your goals. Always remember, I believe in you, you are powerful, and you are bold. See you soon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.